So we'll begin the shir uh, with uh, listening to music during Svira. Very interesting topic. I kind of went deep down the rabbit hole, <laughs> looking at like over 20, 30 chuvas like all over the place. Uh, so I tried uh, honing it down to the, the ikr, the main, uh, main sources over here. Uh, and we'll see how far we get. Um, but there's one big mystery when it comes to music during Svira, uh, which is you don't really find it anywhere in Alacha until much later sources, which we're soon going to see. Um, but the Shulchan Arach doesn't make a mention of it. Even the Nose Kalim, the commentaries on the Shulchan Arach, also no mention of music during Svira. Uh, and the big question is, did the Shulchan Arach leave it out on purpose or not? Uh, and really, when you look at it, you end up seeing that there's really an iser to listen to music during the entire year. So it's not just Svira. It's really the entire year that there's an iser to listen to music. Uh, and that would explain why the Shochanach doesn't make a mention of it, Mutter, Aser, because really the entire year, one isn't supposed to listen to music. Uh, so we'll begin with the overall. You can't really delve into the halafas of listening to music during Svira before you explore listening to music during the rest of the year, uh, which in and of itself is not Pashat at all. Uh, but we'll delve into that. We'll see some of the reason why people do listen to music nowadays, because I haven't heard of any postkin uh, that help, that recommend for people not to listen to music, uh, except for Rav Moshe in his tshuva. He's not very pro uh, listening to music during the rest of the year. That's um, what you call music as well. Uh, oh, if it's live music, recorded music. It's, yeah, it's it's got uh, words with it or without it. Mm. That also, like a niggin or a yeah, no, just singing if words. If it's the words, if it's the background to words, or is it uh, the words completely out of it, orchestra? Ah, yeah. Uh, and the purpose, if it's meant to connect you to Hashem or not, just okay. Uh, good point. Uh, so, okay, let's take a look. Uh, we'll begin with source number one, which is the Gemara and Yevamas. Um, Samach Beis, Amr Beis, um, and this is the source where we have that we're in some kind of mourning period during the period of, of Svira. And the Gemara here says, Amru, Shnei Masar Elav Zugim, there was 24,000, um, sorry, 12,000 pairs of Talmidim, so 12,000 pairs is the 24,000 students, Hayulol Rabbi Akiva, Migivas Ad Antifras, two places that they lived between. The Kulat Mesu they all died within one period of time. Why? Because they were not Nohe Kavod, they did not respect one another. The world was desolate, meaning desolate of Torah, because after his 24,000 students died, that was like the bulk of the Talmud Chachamim in the generation. Achebar uh, Rabbi Kiva Eitz Rabosenu Shabadaram Vishnalahem. So he came down to the south. Uh, he found uh, new Talmidim, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Shimon, which is Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechai, uh, Rabbi Lazar ben Shemua. Um, and through these five Talmidim, the Hem Hem Hemidu Torah Oisesha, and they're the ones who with, withhold, withheld Torah at that time. Um, and then the Gemara says, Tana, it's taught, Kula Mesu mi Pesach ve Ad Hatzeres. They all died between the period of Pesach and Atzeres, between the pe- period of Pesach and Shavuos. Uh, so that's the source that we have, that there was some kind of tragedy. The 24,000 students of uh, Rabbi Kiva died somewhere in between Pesach and Atzeres, uh, Pesach and Shavuos. Uh, again, there's a Machlokas first half, second half. We know definitely that they stopped. 
uh, dying uh, during the 33rd uh, day of the Omer. Um, but we find that this is some kind of mor- mourning period. Uh, and there's some kind of sadness, some kind of tragedy that happened during this time. Uh, so now let's take a uh, look at source number two. We have the Tor Shulchan Aruch. Um, and he says, Vehata'am, the reason, Shalola Harbos Besimcha, Shabaosuzman Mesu Talmide Rabbi Akiva. So when we're trying to figure out exactly what we're meant to be doing, what's the avoda, what are we supposed to be getting in touch with during this time period, says the tour, um, that what we're supposed to be doing is Shalola Harbos Besimcha. Um, during this period, so we're not supposed to increase happiness. He doesn't say to decrease happiness, but he says not to increase happiness, right? Um, on the contrary, when the tour is talking about um, the three weeks, um, sorry, specifically the nine days before uh, Tisha B'Av, right? From Rosh Chodesh until Tisha B'Av, over there he says, um, you're supposed to decrease happiness. Uh, so we already see that Sephira is different than the nine days. Whereas nine days, you're supposed to decrease happiness. Sephira is different where you're just supposed to not increase happiness. That doesn't mean that you're supposed to decrease your happiness. Uh, so we'll see that might have an effect on how we approach listening to music. Um, it do- definitely does. We know that the Shulchan Aruch differentiates between uh, the nine days and between Svira, and that the nine days you're not supposed to make a Shachayanu because you're thanking Hashem for bringing us to this time, and the nine days is a sad time. Whereas when it comes to Svira, you're allowed to make a Shachayanu, right? You can buy a new car, you can buy a new suit, you can make a Shachayanu. Uh, so we already find the halachos are a little bit different. Um, and it could also affect when it comes to listening to music, because music, not necessarily, uh, if it's, especially if it's something that you're accustomed to, uh, it's not necessarily increasing your happiness in in any way in a big way um and the mitzvah during the svirsa omer is just not to increase happiness um it could be that music you're not increasing happiness um you're just you're definitely not decreasing happiness by listening to music but love dafka not necessarily is that considered something that increases happiness um okay so we already got kind of to the avoda of svira not to increase happiness not necessarily you have to decrease you don't have to be sad during this time, uh, but you're not supposed to do things that um, increase happiness. Uh, so then we come to source number three, uh, which is where the Shulchan Aruch mentions all the prohibitions when it comes to Svira. Um, and we'll look at this Simon Tav Tzadik Gimel Sif Aleph. Uh, says the Shulchan Aruch, because we have this mitzvah not to increase happiness during Svira, he says, Noagim Shelalisa Isha ben Pesach Laatzeras. The minag is not to have a wedding, um, not to marry a woman between this period of Pesach and Shavuos, Ad Lag Omer until the 33rd of the Omer. Because during that time, the Talmidim of Rabbi Kiva died. So we have this prohibition not to get married. Irusin, uh, you're not supposed to, but if you think that you might lose her, then you're allowed to, um, you're allowed to get engaged. Uh, but when it comes to getting married, uh, we don't do chasanas between this time. Um, and that's why all the wedding halls in New York, by the way, are much cheaper. If you want to rate for like a brismila or something like that, you could get like half price during, uh, during the first 33 days of the Omer. Uh, because nobody's making weddings during that time. They lose a lot of their business. Um, so now we get up to the next sif. Um, and the Shulchan Aruch mentions another halacha, Noagim Shaloli Histaper. We also don't take haircuts. Uh, What's that? 
Ah, yeah. Uh, so we see it's some kind of form of Avelos, right? Like, I guess Avelos light. Toch Yudbeis Chodesh. So the first 12 months of Avelos. A person's not supposed to take a haircut. And the halacha is Ad Shagorin Bo Chavera. Until your friend uh, says you look like a schlump. Right? Uh, your, your friend screams at you, you know, you, you look like, uh, like home, uh, whatever, so, you know. Uh, so when somebody tells you you need to get a haircut, then you're allowed to take a haircut when you're an Ava within 12 months. Uh, and that's a whole machlokas in the post game, whether you have to wait for your friend to tell you or whether it's he would tell you, but people nowadays are a little bit too nice uh, and they don't, you know, tell us things to our face. Uh, so that's a, in the, in the post game, it's a big discussion. And that'll also be nogea when it comes to Spirasa Omer, right? Because um, the halacha also by Avelos is if you're going to lose money from your work, you're also allowed to take a haircut or shave. Um, so it could be the same thing when it comes to Svira, that if you go to work, you're a lawyer, you have to present in front of court, you have to look a certain way, and that's going to affect your sales uh, or your level of confidence. Uh, walking into the room, so then that might be a heter, just like by Avelos, it's a heter. Uh, and similarly, if you feel like you look like a schlump and somebody would have mentioned something to you, uh, then a lot of poskim will be mekel as well. Um, so when it comes to, um, back to Svira, uh, so the Shulchan Aruch mentions, no uh, also, we don't take haircuts until the 33rd of the Omer Sha'amrim Az Sha'az Paskumilamos, because that's when the Talmidim of Rabbi Kiva stopped dying. Um, and now the big question that we have is that we see the Shulchan Aruch talks about weddings, he talks about haircuts, no mention of music, doesn't even this, mention uh, dancing, no mention of music. Uh, so now the big question is, where does, how, how come the Shulchan Aruch doesn't mention anything about it? Uh, when it comes to when it comes to music, uh, the Mishnah Brura, in fact, mentions by the three weeks. He says um, we we're not um, we don't do rikudim and mecholos. We don't do any kind of dancing during the three weeks. But again, by when it comes to svira, no mention of it. Why not? Um, so let's look, take a look at part number two, uh, and this is the prohibition of listening to music during the rest of the year. Uh, so we have the Mishnah in Sota um, on Daf Memches Amad Aleph. And it says the Mishnah in Sota, Misha Batla Sanhedrin, Batal Hashir. When Sanhedrin was Batal, when the Sanhedrin disseminated um, and they were kicked out of Eretz Yisrael uh, after the second uh, destruction of a second base of Mikdash. So, so too, Batal Hashir, there was no more song. Mi Hamishtaos, in the party houses, they used to have these, uh, like they would make parties. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, Bashir, Lo Yishtu, Yayin. So we see that song. Um, was that that um, song? They decreed not to have a song anymore. The beisamishdos specifically in the party houses, uh, no more song. Once the Sanhedrin was battle, they made this gezera not to have song in the in the beisamishdos whenever they would have parties. Well, that's an interesting interpretation you put on the word batal. You, you interpret it as a takana or a gezera. Mm. Why why would you do that? Um, be, uh, it's just it's indicated because Mishabat the Sanhedrin. It, the Mishnah is trying to keep the it's yeah, I mean, synonymous I mean, it Batal and Batal. Right. Um, but it always means a it always means a decree because they did it actively. They actively nullified. That's um, a halakhic uh, interpretive rule that the word levatel means a decree. That's what it, I think so. Yeah. Uh, if you're actively nullifying something. Right, so the question is, who nullified it? Did people decide on their own, or was it a gezerah? 
Um, you find later in Poskin that they were gozer, not to listen to music. So we do find the status of gezera. It could yeah, be I mean, I'm just familiar with using the word gezera uh, yeah. or, or, or takana or yeah. something, but, but this is the first time I've understood batal. Batal, yeah. Uh, so, okay. so I guess it would be active nullification, right? They actively nullified uh, listening to Shir. Uh, but yeah, very good point and keen No, I'm just keen curious ear. because, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. Um, okay, and we'll see, we'll see it later in Alakha that they were actually Gozer, that the Rabbanan okay, actually made a Takana. Uh, but this is just how the Mishnah uh, words it. Um, okay, um, so we just see Shir, and we only see in the Beis Amishtos that you're not allowed to listen, right? So song, and specifically in party houses. But now we take a look at the Gemara in Gitin, uh, and extends it a little bit. It says, Shalchulei Lamar Okva, Zimra Minalan De Asr. How do we know that you can't have Zemer, right? Klezmer comes from the word Zemer. Um, how do you know that you can't have Zemer? Uh, how do we know it's Asr, right? So here we already find that there's an Isr, that they made some kind of prohibition against it. Uh, so Sartet, I mean, he, was, he answered sharply. Uksav uh, lehu, and he said it's it's writes in the pasuk al tismach yisrael al gil ba'amim. Don't listen yisrael to the joyfulness uh, of the nations, um, and so we find a pasuk that already indicates um, that zemer is aser, right? Because it calls it gil ha'amim, uh, the song of the nations, and we see that it's something that the nations do, not something that Claw yisrael does. So ask the gemara v'lishach lehu mehacha. But wait, we have another pasuk. That's much more explicit. It says, Basher lo yishtu yayin. Don't drink wine um, while you're listening to song. Sheikha l'shaisav. Yemar sheikha l'shaisav. Which is a Pasuk in Yeshaya. So answers the Gemara. Imehahu. If we would have only had that second Pasuk in Yeshaya. Hava amina. I would have thought. Hani mili zimra. That's only song. Demana. That's played through an instrument. Right, zimmer demana avabapuma, but to actually sing with your mouth, shari that would be mutter kamash malan. So that's why we need two psukim uh, to teach us that both clay uh, zemer, both instruments, listening to music through instruments and singing song, both of them are going to be aser um, once the once the Sanhedrin was established. Um, okay, uh, sorry, yes, yes, disestablish. Yes, very good point. Um, yeah, once the Sanhedrin was disseminated and disestablished and, and kicked out of Eretz Israel. Um, okay, so now let's see how this is interpreted into Halacha. So we have the Shulchan Arach um, on source number six. Says the Shulchan Arach, Once the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, the Chachamim were Masakim, right? So we see that the Batal means uh, Takana from here in the Shulchan Arach. Um, and Gazru, uh, again, they decreed, not to sing with a klishir, with an instrument, and any kind of instrument, and anything that um, lets out a sound, a pleasant sound, of song, um, to be joy- joyous through them. Right? So it might be different if it's not going to be joyous. Right? If it's more connective music, uh, deepening music, uh, but at least cheerful music. Uh, we're not allowed to have the Asr l'shama mipnei churban, and we we're not allowed to listen to them because of the churban, because of the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. Ha'filu shir ba'peh, even singing with your mouth. Alayayin, if you're doing it while sitting down to wine, um, asura, 
It's Asr. Shenemar Bashir Laishdu Yain, he quotes that Pasak from the Gemara. Ukavar Nagu Ko Yisrael, Lomar Divre Tishbachos, O Shir Shal Hodaos. But all of Yisrael were already Noheg that if it's something like Shir Shal Hodaos, you're giving thanks to Hashem. Vizikaron Chaste Hakadesh Baruchu Alayayan, and singing like Tov Lahodes Hashem, or something like that, where you're thanking Hashem for the Chasadim that He does to us. That's already Mutter, even if you're doing it while drinking wine. Let's take a look at the Ramah. Uh, in source number seven, V'yesh uh, Omrim adds the Ramah, Davka Misha Ragel Bahem, and it's only talking about somebody who always listens to music. Kigon Hamalachem, Sha'omdim Veshochvim Bekleshir, they wake up and they go to sleep listening to music, right? It was obviously talking about live music, they didn't have recorded music back then. O Bebesa Mishta, or alternatively, it's talking about um, listening to music during a party. So during a party, we shouldn't listen to music. Um, and also, if, you listen, if you're accustomed to listening to music all day long, uh, like the kings, when they would go to sleep, when they would wake up, so for them, that was a tremendous uh, sense of joy. Uh, so then only in those two scenarios is it going to be us or to listen to music. But if, you're, if you don't listen to music uh, every day, uh, throughout the day, or if you're not at a party, then it would be permitted to listen even to live music, according to the Rama. Beit Amishta is understood like in Purim, where it's, you know, the main thing is the yeah, getting uh, drunk. Yeah, Beit <laughs> yeah, Uh And Simcha Shal Mitzvah is going to be different. So Chasanas, they allowed, um, they allowed music. Uh, Siyum, you would be, I guess, allowed to, because that's also Tzorf Mitzvah, a bris, something like that would be permitted to, to play music. Uh, but this is just having a party, birthday party, I don't know, something like that. Is there any significance the words Oiso Hador specifically at that point in time mm. as, as, as maybe referring more at that point of time but not necessarily at a later stage. Mm. Uh, it's a good point. It does indicate like Oiso Hador. It seems like there's some kind of emphasis there. Um, more at, at that point in time because yeah. otherwise you could have said Tikmu Chachomim. Right. Uh, it's a good point that they did it. Shot. Yeah. Why yeah, specifically I mean, yeah. that of that generation? Yeah, so it sounds like it was a maybe he's trying to emphasize that it was a later takana, uh, but generally we don't uh, undo a takana's chachamim unless you have greater beminion uh, over chachma, which we don't have nowadays. There's no the need to. Yeah, because of the yiri das adoros, and it sounds like they made it for the rest of galus. The rest of Galus until we return with the Beis Hamikdash, right? Because it was Mishachara Beis Hamikdash. That's what we're trying to uh, we're trying to remember the Beis Hamikdash and feel the pain of losing the Beis Hamikdash, and that a Jew should always know uh, that the ultimate goal is to be back in Eretz Yisrael with the Beis Hamikdash. Um, but yeah, that is a good uh, it's a good diuk over there. But also Adar, but I, I don't believe it has significance in Allah that it was only for that generation and not for future generations. I think they were masaking it for all future generations as well. So, um, so now that we have like, you know, Bate Knesset and Bate Midrash, which are referred to as Mikdash Ma'at, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's an interesting yeah. concept <laughs> whether, you know, we still have a bit of a, yeah. uh, a little bit of, it. of the Beta Mikdash, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. Um, okay, so let's look at some of the reasons, because nowadays we don't find any, any Jews that won't listen to music. Uh, and the question is, why not? Right? You go, you'll hear live music. People will stop in Ben Yehuda Street to listen to the live performance that is there. Um, at Lagba Omer party, we're going to find live music. Um, we'll, you find all over that 
we had the Ishai Rebo concert or some where they're not allowed to put that on for the community. Um, how come we don't find people paying heed uh, to this? It seems pretty clear, the Takanas Chachamim. Um, so why, how come we don't find Jews nowadays that are paying heed to this Takana not to listen to music? So let's take a look at source number eight. Source number eight, we have the first reason why the uh, modern post can permit listening to music nowadays. Um, and I'm going to skip to the bold because we're running a little bit short on time. Um, and he says, first he kind of goes through, he says, um, uh, it's from the Chalkas Yaakov, which is Rav Yaakov Reich. Um, and he talks about um, how terrible the radio is, that people are listening to the radio and it has, it's a waste of time. It's Bittosman uh, and the news and the music that's on there and it's Hololus. <laughs> uh, so it's very interesting that that was like the big battle back then was against the radio. I guess that's when it just came out. Uh, but he says here in both, Vizimus Radio. Uh, and the song that comes out of the ra- the radio uh, so we can rely on the opinions that of Rashi and Tosfos, which is the opinion that the Ramah brings down uh, that specifically it's at a party house when you're having a party with your friends that's when music is not permitted or when you're doing it while drinking wine listening to the music while drinking wine or you listen to it daily, right? If you're listening to it all the time. Uh, so we can rely on the Ramah. Just like the king, when they would wake up and go to sleep, they would always listen to music. Uh, as Tosas and Gitan explains, that when you listen all the time, then you have a real Tainog in music. You're getting like real pleasure out of the music. And in such a scenario, it's going to be Usr. Uh, but... Listening to the radio, listen to recorded music uh, for your average person who's not listening so often uh, is going to, going to be mutter, according to the Chalkas Yaakov. Um, Rav Vazner didn't like this so much. Um, and the reason why, I'm just going to summarize, this is in source number nine. Um, and he says, on the second line, he says, We're listening to music all the time from, from recordings. The heart knows that that's considered ragil. That's considered you're accustomed to listening to music. Nowadays, we're just like the kings. We listen all the time. We hear music when you're shopping in the store, um, in your car, people play music. Uh, so for our generation, it's considered ragil because we have such easy access to listening to, mi- to music. Just like we know that people who have the radios, they listen to it all the time. Um, and then he says, for sure, somebody who is accustomed, he turns on the radio in the morning and at night. For him, it would be an iser gomerhu, al pi ha It would be aser for him to listen to music, al pi ha So now we're going to see um, an, one of the reasons that the Shevet Alevi does. So this is going to be reason number two to allow music nowadays. Um, in the beginning, we did say that in spirit, it is only one should not increase simcha. So if you are normally doing something, um, you're not in- increasing your simcha by doing by continuing to do so. Right. Uh, very good point. So that's in Svira, uh, you're not allowed to increase sim- simcha. Yeah. Uh, and now we're talking about the rest, even the rest of the year. Yeah, so this is even the rest of the year if you're allowed to to begin with. If there's this decree that because the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, that we have to be in kind of some kind of a velos and, and we shouldn't listen to music which gives us joy uh, or not. Uh, and then we're going to go back to Svira and see if this is considered something that increases joy uh, or not. Uh, so we have reason number two why we're allowed to listen to music nowadays. 
Uh, and this is from the Shevet Alevi, who didn't like the first reason, right? We had the first reason of Michal Yaakov, seemed pretty legit, the Ramah, um, but uh, the Rav Vazner didn't like it. We have reason number two that Rav Vazner gives, and he says, If you're listening to holy tunes that are or the lave that bring you um, to connection to Hashem, to Dvekus Hashem, for sure at a Sudas Hasina. Mutter, he says, in such a situation where you're connecting to Hashem through the music, it's going to be allowed. Uh, if it's not in Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim has a special takana not to listen to music. Uh, if somebody is sad or in a depressed state and he needs to listen to music to, to lift him up, who in such a situation we could say that it's together mitzvah. Um, that it's already a mitzvah for him because a person has to be joyous. That's the tachas levav. The Torah admonishes us for not uh, serving Hashem with joy. Uh, it's a chiyuv on a Jew to serve Hashem with joy. We have to be in a state of happiness, uh, an uplifted state, and we know that sadness brings us away from serving Hashem properly. Uh, so therefore, says the Shevet Alevi, that in such a situation, if a person is in a sad state, it's a mitzvah for him to listen to music, and he would be allowed in such a state. Uh, so many posts can use this as one of the reasons to allow music nowadays. Uh, they say that your average person nowadays uh, is more depressed uh, than the people back in the day. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. What? Yeah? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, no. Big problem. Yeah, it is right. a big problem. Uh, and because we're in generally, we need something to lift us up, to lift our spirits in this day and age. Um, and therefore, some postkin will use this as a reason uh, to permit the listening to uh, why we are allowed to listen to music nowadays. Uh, now we have a third reason uh, why we're allowed to listen to music. And this is again from the Chalkas Yaakov. And then he says, V'yesh od svara gadola. He calls this a big, a big reasoning why we're allowed to listen to music nowadays overall. Lahatir kevin de bishas hagzira les or hazimra mitama velus. Because just like uh, Mr. Gerendasi said, the reason why we asser zimra is mitama velus. We should be in a velus over the base of Mikdash. Lo haya adayin haradio. So they didn't have the radio back then. They didn't have recorded music. They only had live music. So therefore, says the Chalkas Yaakov, lo chal hagzira ala radio. The Gezerah never applied to recorded music, to a radio where it's being translated through sound waves um, analog. Uh, it's being translated through analog. Um, and therefore, uh, I'm going to skip the parentheses over here. It says, radio You're not able to see the singer. Uh, so it's not the same level of joy. We know that live music is a lot more powerful uh, than something that's recorded. You can't see the singer. Uva merchak rav. It comes from a, a distant place, right? Somebody far off recording. sateva through um, through innovation. Mikri panim chadashos. So this is called panim chadashos. So even though Chazal ushered all instruments, maybe we should consider a radio an instrument. It's uh, after all, it is a device that plays music. So he's saying no. It's already panim chadashos. It's already considered uh, a different. It's not an instrument. It's some other kind of uh, music producing machine. Uh, and he says, This was not included in the Rabbanan's Takanan. Uh, it's only Svara He's not 100% confident in it. Somebody who really wanted to, uh, to dig at this Svara, he could push off the Svara. Uh, nevertheless, it's an additional reason to be made uh, that maybe the Rabbanan only were masakin on actual instruments, not a radio, which is an instrument once removed. Um, okay, so interesting. Thir- 
the music could be a lot better than listening to it uh, live. Oh, yeah. Because you can enhance the sound. Yeah, or you're only recording something that's the best quality. Yeah. Okay. Tiffy doesn't like this one. So between the three swaras, right? One, we had the Rama. Uh, that it, only if you're listening to it when you wake up and going to sleep or at a base of mishta, that's the only time when it's usher. Then we have the second reason, which is we need it to lift our spirits. Uh, we need it, it's a mitzvah to, to, for a person to be happy. And nowadays, uh, we know that uh, the, the state of your average person, uh, we have a lot of sadness and we need it to get out of that state. Uh, and then we have the third reason of the Chalkas Yaakov that maybe the Gezerah is only Chal on music itself. Uh, coming from a live instrument, but not coming from a radio or recorded music. So between all those three svaras, we find almost unanimous, unanimously that all poskim nowadays are mekel. Uh, yo, at least what people are nohek, right? I've never heard of somebody who won't listen to music. I'm sure there's great tzaddikim that in private, uh, they don't listen to music. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Um, that uh, Rab Chaim, Rab Chaim, and um, Rav Eliashev and Rav Shlomo Zalman, I doubt they were, you know, playing uh, uh, songs. They were playing music in their house often. Um, but in general, we don't find that the poskim are machmer on it, and they they generally don't recommend people not to listen to music. <coughs> and again, a lot of that is because it's something that uh, the poskim feel that we need nowadays in order to lift our spirits, uh, in order to 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 feel besimcha. Um, as well as the other two heterim uh, that we had. Uh, so that's in terms of listening to music during the rest of the year. And now we understand why the Shulchan Aruch left it out when he was talking about the halachos of Svira. He didn't mention not listening to music because music really during the rest of the year also has an iser. So it would be no different listening to music during Svira as learning listening to music during the rest of the year. And if we permit listening to music during the rest of the year, so too we should permit listening to music during Svira for those same reasons. Uh, so now the big question is, where did this minna come from not to listen to music during Svira? Uh, so let's take a look at the Magan Avram in uh, source number 12. It says the Magan Avram, venerally, the muter lasos, but also palm seudas erison. A person is allowed to do a seudas erison uh, if you're worried, Shema Yitfana Acher, that somebody else might get engaged to her and you're going to lose out at the opportunity to to get engaged to that specific woman. So therefore, you're allowed to uh, even get engaged during, uh, during Svira. Aval, but he says, Lasos Rikudim Umecholos, to make Rikudim Umecholos, which are, Rav Shlomo Zaman explains, there are two different types of dance. Rikudim is more when you're dancing, just you, yourself, or one other person, right? You know, in the middle of the circle, you have two people, one person, like the Rosh Hashiva with the Chassan, uh, or the father with the Chassan, you have two people dancing together different style of dance, and Mecholas is more organized dance, where it's a whole circle of people dancing together. Uh, so to dance uh, in any kind of way, Shalrishus, uh, for a not necessary purpose, Nahagu Le'asar. The Minag became, for it to be Asar, uh, because that, the Magan Avram deems, is something that's Mar Besimcha, that increases happiness in a person. Uh, and we know that it, during Svira, we're not supposed to increase happiness, so therefore... <coughs> Says the Magan Avram that you shouldn't do Rikudim Umecholos, you shouldn't dance during Svira. Uh, even somebody who makes a Shidduch, uh, and you're very excited about this uh, Shidduch, this match that you made, nevertheless, you shouldn't uh, dance during Svira. 
so we had what exactly is Rakudim Mocholas or Shlomo Zaman. Uh, it's different types of dancing. Uh, and then we have the big question that this is only Rakudim Mocholas. We find nothing about music. So where does the minna come, come from not to listen to, to music during Spira? Uh, so the earliest source that we have for not listening to music during Spira comes from the Aruch HaSholchan in source number 13. Uh, this is the first time we find any indication of not listening to music, specifically during Svira. And it says the Aruch HaSholchan, You're allowed to make a su'uda if it's for an erison. He quotes the Magan Avram, that you're not allowed to dance during the su'udah's erison. Uh, and there, then he says, And all the more so, That you're not allowed to sing with instruments. Meaning you're not allowed to play music uh, using instruments during Svira. Uh, so he makes this call again. He says, if you're not allowed to listen, if you're not allowed to dance, then for sure you can't play live music. Um, and he draws, he uses uh, a Gemara specifically to show um, that listening to music causes more joy uh, than dancing does. Uh, so he finds from a Gemara a case where we find that listening to music causes more joy than dancing does. And therefore he says if the Magan Avram said you're not allowed to dance, then for sure you can't listen to live music during Sphira. And that's the earliest source we find. The Archa Shochan was born in the late 1800s and lived during the early 1900s. So only about 100 years ago that we find our first source not to listen to music during Sphira. Uh, then we have Moshe Feinstein. And Rav Moshe Feinstein already mentions that in his days, it already became a minhag. Uh, so he said it wasn't like an early minhag, but it became the minhag not to listen to music during Svira. Uh, and he says in source number 14, If somebody wants to learn to play an instrument, if it's for parnasa, meaning that's his sustenance, then it's mutter. Even during Svira, because to him, this is his job. He's not doing it uh, solely for pleasure. But if he's doing it solely for pleasure, Asr, then it will be Asr during Svira. Even to teach. Because that's also considered Hana, that's also considered pleasure for him. And then he says, During Svira, we're not allowed to do things that increase our happiness. And then he says, This became the Minhag, um, not to listen to music during Svira. Uh, so we have already during Rav Moshe, who's saying it already became the minhag during his time, uh, not to listen to, to music during Svira. Uh, then we have the, the Minchas Yitzchak, who is probably the strongest against listening to, to music during Svira. Uh, and he says in source number 15, uh, He says there's no suffolk that it's a full-blown minhag not to listen to music during during Svira, right? There's what? Yeah, Miklizemer. Yeah, live music. Uh, yeah, live. So all this is regarding live music, uh, and then we'll get to recorded music if it's any different. Uh, that'll be the last section of the share if we make it that far. Uh, so he says, yeah, uh, Miklizemer, live music, not to listen to during Svira. Uh, the gadol. Whether you sing, people sing together, that's different again. Yeah. Because uh, that's not an instrument at all. All this is only instruments. Chazanas is its own, or a cappella will be its own category. Um, and we'll, we'll discuss that also at the end. Um, so the Minchas Yitzchak is saying that there's no suffix, that this is a real minhag, not to listen to Klee Zemmer uh, during Svira. 
And he says, This minog is very strong. Uh, and uh, up until the point where we can say, That you're touching an Isr Daraisa. Why? Because once you have a minog, uh, once a minog spreads, spreads out throughout Klal Yisrael, it already becomes like a nether. It becomes like a vow that you take upon yourself. Because this is what the Chassam Sofer says. He brings from Iran and Nedarim. When a person uh, takes upon himself to do a mitzvah, it has the status of a mitzvah deraisa because it becomes like a vow. It becomes like a nether that you take upon yourself. Uh, so the Mun Chasyasak is the strongest of all the poskin. And he says, not only is it a minag, but it's like almost like a deraisa because it's it's like we took a nether upon ourselves. Because uh, when you follow the minag of Klal Yisrael, uh, so then it's like all of Klal Yisrael took a collective minag, uh, uh, sorry, a collective nether, a collective vow upon themselves not to listen to music during Sphira. Uh, Rabbi Vadi Yosef also held that this is a minag and that the minag's binding. Um, and these are all the postgame that are machmer when it comes to listening to music during Sphira. So the majority of postgame are really machmer when it comes to not listening to music during Sphira. Again, it comes from this kol shikain of the Arach HaShulchan and this minag that seems to have spread throughout Kal Yisrael, even though there's really no early sources in Halacha. Uh, so we only find Rikudim and Mecholos in the Magen Avram. That's all we find in Halacha. Um, but... Uh, Rav Moshe Feinstein, the Minchas Yitzchak, Rav Avadia, they're all saying that the Minag became in Klai Yisrael not to listen to music, and we have to respect that Minag because that's what the Minag became. Um, and therefore, we have to take it upon ourselves. And, uh, and again, what's the reason why that all year round you can? Um, so that's one of, you'll have to use one of the three Hetzirah, either because we're, we're sad and depressed nowadays, or because the Gezirah is only made on live music, and recorded music is not considered an instrument. Um, or because of the Ramah, who says it's only kings that wake up and go to sleep listening to music. Uh, but if you only listen casually to music, then it's going to be... which is live. Yeah. What's the hetter? Uh, so there would be, you would have to use either, because then you don't have the third hetter. So you'd either have to listen that it's not something that you listen to regularly. It's a one-off concert. Uh, but you're not, it's not like the derech malachim, the way of kings, where they listen when they wake up and go to sleep. So that would be the heter of the Ramah uh, to listen to it, that it's a one-off concert. Or you'd have to use that nowadays we need things to, to cheer us up. And but Ravosa, for instance, would, would ban that. What's that? Ravosa would ban it. Uh, Ravosner, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't hold of the Ramah, uh, but he does hold that we need, we need more joy. Uh, so he, he might allow it. Definitely not in Yerushalayim. In Yerushalayim, they don't do live concerts. Um, and that's why they have takanas that you can only have one keyboard player at the chasanas. Uh, and only for a few dances, right? A lot of people do their chasanas on purpose outside of Yerushalayim uh, if they want to have uh, more live music and not just the keyboard player. Uh, that's because there's a special takana in Yerushalayim because uh, that, that was the place where you, we want to feel most the churban, uh, not to listen to any kind of live music there. But they have a concert. Uh spicy and Jerusalem. Yeah, that's true. I'll have to talk about that another time. Uh, uh, yeah, so even the postkin that are machmer, there are certain cases that um, where the postkin are mako, or Shlomo Zaman Orbach says a person is feeling depressed, can listen to music to bring himself up, uh, lift themselves up. For kids, almost all postkin allow music for kids. Me'olam no nagu, there was never a minag made against kids not to listen. So in Gan, or if you're playing in the car, you want to play tapes for them. Uh, or if you're on a long drive to play music for them, to keep things 
keep the atmosphere light uh, or within the house to keep a cheerful home. Uh, so in such a case, if you're doing it for the kids, it would be permitted. Uh, for Parnassam, Ramosha allowed it for a professional musician uh, to play, to practice, um, if that's what his Parnassah is taloyan. Um, so you do find some heterim, even amongst the poskim that are machmer, uh, and so too for if you need it for working out. Uh, that gives you that extra pump, that extra motivation. Uh, so then you're already not listening to it solely for pleasure. You have like a purpose, a reason why you're listening to it. Uh, it's not just for oneg, it's not just for simcha. Uh, you're doing it uh, to help you work out, to help you get fit, to help uh, uh, and therefore in such a situation also, the postgame generally permit uh, listening to music in those situations, even the ones that are machmer. Now we're going to see the second opinion uh, of Rav Shlomo Zalman, uh, Rav Eliel Schlesinger, and Rav Chaim Pinchas Scheinberg. Um, and they generally allow music that doesn't lead to Rikudim Mimacholas. So they say that the minog was only not to listen to music that can bring to dancing. But if it's music that's not going to bring to dancing, like chazanas or slow music or um, eitan cats uh, or uh, who's another uh, more Hartziga singer? What? Orchestras. Orchestra. Classical music is, uh, they, is what they write. Classical music, right? You're not jumping out of your chair and going to start dancing. Uh, so they generally permit that kind of music. Um, and they say that the, the only time that it's usher is when it's at least somewhat similar to the Magan Avram, right? Magan Avram only says Rikudim Mumacholos. So it has to be somewhat similar that it can lead to Rikudim Mumacholos. If it's not even going to lead to Rikudim Mumacholos, so then it would be permitted music in that situation. Uh, and here's the quote from Rav Shlomo Zaman in source number 16. He says, uh, You should refrain during these days to refrain from any uh, cliche that uh, arouses a person to dance. Right? So specifically, if it's going to arouse you to dance, when it just uplifts a person, in such a situation, he's going to, it's going to be mutter. Uh, like Mr. Gerendas, you were saying, a chazanas or something like that. Unaginas classios, classical music. There we go. And something similar to that, uh, we can be Mako. In the footnote, uh, he writes to his Talmidim that don't overdo it, right? Don't be listening to it all day. Like, he felt a little bit uncomfortable being Mako, Rosh Zaman. Uh, just because generally there's this minag and people are going to be, you know, what are you doing listening to your classic musical, classical music? Uh, so therefore he says, don't, you shouldn't be listening to it all day, but yeah, you can, you can listen to it when you feel you need it. Um, and the same thing with Rav Eliyahu uh, Schlesinger in Sholem Megarshan. Um, he says, uh, uh, and it's after source number 16. We only find that dancing is usher during Svira. We don't find any source that anything else is usher during Svira. But he says, But to listen to a nigun uh, and kolshikain, all the more so, uh, something that uh, is me'or your emotions, Pshita uh, shari, something that uh, that um, arouses your emotion, but would never bring you to dancing. So he says, Pasha, that that such a thing is is uh, mutter. And then he goes into uvefrat piyamenu. He goes specifically in our days when we're more depressed, uh, when people uh, in general uh, are more sad and they need the shiras v'tishbachos in order to, to lift them up, to connect Hashem. Uh, he says in such a situation, he even brings down mitzvah gedola liyos besimcha, gambi me svira. There's still also a mitzvah to, to be happy during svira. 
It's not the nine days where we're supposed to be sad. Um, and Faker, the, the Ramban mentions that during the days of Sphira, it's like a cholamoid arach, uh, he calls it. Right? We're supposed to be working on ourselves. It's a time of avodas Hashem. Uh, and therefore, he says um, that music that will not bring to song and dance, for sure, such a thing would be mutter. Uh, Rav Chaim Pinchas uh, Scheinberg also allowed slow music during um, and Hartziga music during Sphira. Um, and the, that's the, the group of postgame that hold that slow music is going to be mutter during Sphira. Then we have. Dancing for exercise. What's that? Dancing for exercise. Oh, oh, that's a good question. Dancing for exercise, like Zumba or something? Well, the main, the, whatever, yeah, the, main, the main purpose is for exercise, but it makes it easier yeah. for the music background. Yeah, uh, so, so I, I, I asked Rav, uh, Rav Berkowitz what he held regarding that, and he said if you're doing it for exercise, it's mutter. Um, but obviously for joy, it's, it's usr, even according to the Magan Avram, and, most, and the postkin will allow music, you obviously can't dance. Uh, but if you're doing it for exercise, the postkin will allow it, uh, particularly if that's something that you're used to. That's your form of exercise that you've always been doing. Uh, so then to do it for exercise would be permitted, uh, according to Rebarkowitz. I don't know, it could be other postkin disagree. But, um, okay, so now we get up to the third, um, the third camp of postkin, uh, and this is the opinion of Rav, uh, Rav Yitzchak Kutner. Um, and Rav Yitzchak Kutner, uh, this is Alpia Shmua, and he heard... Sorry, and uh, Rav Huttner would tell us, tell me then, that a person is allowed to listen to recorded music during Svira. Also the opinion of Rav Mordechai Willig. Uh, I heard a share from Rav Ari Leibowitz on it, and he mentioned that Rav Willig as well uh, allows all music during Svira. Um, and the reason why they hold that um, is, so Rav Huttner, there's, I've heard this story three different times, uh, and I heard three different reasons why he permitted it. One was because recorded music is different than live music. It doesn't bring to the same joy. Uh, another person who said over the story said that it's because it's a minog tos, meaning the whole, yes, people were nohig. People, the minog now became not to listen to, to recorded music, uh, but the minog is a mistake. We find clearly that there's no source in halacha uh, that you're not allowed to listen to music during this time. Uh, and the, and uh, the third opinion of Rav Yitzhak Kutner was that the Talmud was severely depressed, and that's why Rav Huttner allowed it. Uh, the Rosh Hashiva of Chaim Berlin is staying at our house Monday night. So I sent, uh, I called my father and I asked him, please ask which one of these three reasons are the correct reason? Because I heard all three different versions. Uh, so Monday night, hopefully we'll get the answer of what's the correct reasoning of Rav Huttner. Uh, but he generally did allow recorded music during Svira. Um, and uh, we have over here a little bit of uh, the list of which postkin and the, the three different camps when it comes to music during Svira, uh, the Pesach of Rav Berkowitz was, he holds, you see, look at the Magen Avram, you see Rikudim uh, Mamacholos, it doesn't have to do anything with music, it's specifically dancing, uh, so Me'ikr Hadin, he says, uh, it's mutter to listen to music during Svira, uh, however, a, he says it's not so makubal, right, if, especially in the yeshivish uh, circles, uh, yeshiva Haredi circles, you listen to music, people are going to think, oh my gosh, uh, right? Uh, not from, because um, so, it's so accepted and so ingrained not to listen to music. So therefore he said, why, why should you, you know, go against the minag and uh, looking different from everybody else? Unless you have a very specific reason to listen to music, uh, you shouldn't do it. Uh, and he, he brings down all the three main opinions. He says, Rav Moshe says it became the minag not to listen to music during Svira. Rav Shlomo Zaman says uh, it became the minag not to listen to lively music fast-paced music that can lead a person to recruit him a Macholos. 
Uh, and he said that Rav Hutner disagreed with the whole thing and said it's a minog taos, the minog is a mistake, and therefore it's a person is not, uh, does not have to follow it. Uh, so what should we do, Lemaisa? Uh, he says if you don't need it, uh, so then why would you do it? Uh, do what most people are doing, don't listen to music. If you have a specific need for it, for instance, sanity or exercise, or it keeps you awake while you're driving, uh, or to keep your spirits up, right? You feel like, uh, like you need that. Uh, so then he said, do it in private. Uh, so that your neighbor doesn't scream at you. <laughs> Do it in private so that your neighbor your doesn't scream. Your front neighbor, you mean. Yeah, your front neighbor yeah. doesn't. Uh, and he's talking about Eretz Yisrael, and he lives yeah. in Sanhedrin Morchevet, right, which is a very Haredi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and if they hear you blasting your music yeah. during Sviro, it would not be good. Uh, and he says, for kids, even L'Chatrila, you could put, a, put it on Me'olam Na'agu L'Hachmir when it comes to kids. Uh, and he also mentioned that for Kirov, you can do something like a Karabakh Avdala, uh, not lively music, but you know, Karabakh Avdala to get people more into it. Uh, what about the, during the three weeks? Uh, he says that the three weeks is the same story as Sphira, right? It has the same status in Allah as Sphira, the three weeks. But the nine days, though, he says it's different because there we have a mitzvah of Mimatim Besimcha. We're supposed to decrease our happiness. We're supposed to refrain from anything that brings us simcha, which includes music. So even if you're going to be meiko regarding svira, to listen to slow music, or to listen to uh, even fast music, according to the postkim that allow it, um, nevertheless, during the nine days, one shouldn't listen to music at all, because there's a halacha of memat and simcha. Um, so now we get up to the final question, which is, is recorded music, this was all live music, is recorded music or a cappella any different? Uh, according to the, the postkim that are machmer not to listen. Uh, so we have also three different opinions when it comes to recorded music. In source number 19, we have the opinion of Ramosha Feinstein, and he holds that recorded music has the same halacha as that which was recorded. Uh, so this is what the majority of postkim say, um, because of the radio, which is the radio, inishma zimra de puma, if you hear singing, mutter. Because then it's like singing, just like voices are permitted to listen even during Svira or during the rest of the year. So too, uh, if you're listening to recorded singing as the same status, it's going to be mutter. If you're hearing instruments, asr, such a thing is going to be asr. Uh, and then he says, uh, that, that he was talking about during the rest of the year. He says, during Svira, uh, you shouldn't listen even through uh, instruments according to the people who are Mekel during the rest of the year. Um, but we see that he holds that the, what is, what's coming out of the speaker system has the same uh, halachic status as that which was recorded. Then we have the strict opinion of Rabbi Yaman Zilber. We don't say that shofar. Huh? Ah, very good. We don't say that regarding shofar. Uh, so here it's a little bit different than shofar because shofar there's a halacha that you have to hear the actual sound coming from the shofar. Um, so this is a very good point uh, that, that you're making. Uh, you have to hear this, the, what's coming out of the shofar itself. Here it's being translated through analog uh, and then coming out of the speaker. Um, so what you're hearing is different than what was the, uh, than the original sound. But what Rav Moshe is saying is that the, the speaker itself is considered an instrument in some sense, right? If you're hearing the, the sound of an instrument, so now we give it the, sound, the status of an instrument because the speaker itself is a musical instrument, right? Even though... it. It doesn't have the same halakhic status as, as what of the original instrument or as the shofar or whatever you were being recorded. But the speaker itself, he's saying, is like an instrument because it's playing music. Um, so in the, and if it's only singing, so then it's, yes, it's playing something, but it's playing voices. So you're only, it only, it's not a full instrument. It's the status of the voices. 
Um, we have Rabbi Yamin Zilber. He says the Yeshlam of the Kevin the Ein Gezeres Hakasev Shalkli Davka Ela Haikar Mishum Simcha Yisera Da Aser Mipnei Chorban Beiselakenu. He says the main thing is not uh, it's not specifically Kli Shir that, that you're playing from an instrument. The main thing is that you shouldn't get Simcha Yisera. So he's saying if you're getting Simcha out of a speaker system, uh, I think Tivi was the one that uh, that was mentioning this one, right? Yeah, this svara, that if you're getting joy out of the speaker system, it's the same joy or even more than you're getting out of the original instrument. Uh, so, imkain, ein hevdel bekli, ima clear atzma mashmiya kol, o sheniklak mi Doesn't make a difference if it's the original kli or it's uh, a radio. Radio, would be, you would have to be machmer on. Uh, and therefore, he's saying that even if you listen to recorded voices, where if you hear the voice live, it's permitted during svira. But he's saying if you hear the, the, the live voice recorded, so now it already has the status of an instrument and it would be usher. So Rav Zilber has an interesting svar to be machmer, um, that once it comes out of the speaker, even if it's a voice that you're hearing like a cappella music or chazanos, he doesn't allow listening to such music because that already has the status of a, it gives you joy and, and the speaker is like an instrument in that sense. And even if it's playing recorded voices, it's going to be awesome. So that's a strict opinion of Zilver. And then we have the lenient reasoning of Rav Yaakov Breish, uh, from the Chalkas Yaakov. Uh, and we already mentioned this, that the Gezeira is only on, um, only on, in, yeah, on live, on instruments. Uh, but once it's already coming out of the speaker, it has the status of Panim Chadasha, so it's already something else. It's not an instrument. Uh, and therefore, the Gezeira was never Chal on music. Um, so, and generally what's accepted is Rav Moshe Feinstein's psak that recorded music is the same as what was being recorded. So you would be allowed to listen to chazanas. So even according to Machmiram, who say not to listen uh, to music during Svira, uh, if it's chazanas, then you would be allowed to listen to it. If it's instruments, then you wouldn't be allowed to listen to it. Um, and if it's something like a cappella, where they're kind of transforming the voices to sound like music and mimic the, vo- the music. Um, so then you'll get a variety of different poskim, but general consensus of, amongst the, so the poskim is that it's not within the spirit of, of Svira. If you're machmer not to listen to music, this is, brings you just the amount, same amount of joy. Your ears um, are your, hear it as music, um, and therefore one shouldn't listen to a cappella during music according to the machmir. Uh, so that's an overall full, yeah, that's uh, very, uh, comprehensive. comprehensive. Yes. Good. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, that's, that's amazing. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Um, He's a machmir generally. Yeah, he's generally a machmir, even during the rest of the year. Uh, Rav Moshe is machmir. As long as you can. As you can, yeah. Because uh, again, he he holds has the same status as what was being recorded, and voices are permitted singing, as long as it's not over yayin while drinking wine. Chazan usually has has uh, he's got instruments behind him, doesn't he? Oh, it has some Oh, uh, yeah, oh, okay, like Chazen uh, Helfgott or Rosen. When they record music, they have the. Uh... Sure, they got a full orchestra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, orchestra I mean, that's. They're yeah. on such a high level of, you know, talent. Yeah. That the it's not without. People want to make money out of their performance. Yeah, so, so then you would have to use. Uh, uh, unless you would go like Rav Shlomo Zalman or Rav Chaim Pekha Scheinberg or one of the middle post game, then you wouldn't be allowed. 
as you listen to the recorded music. Um, okay. Amazing Yashikoch. Everybody have an amazing Sunday? Yeah, it's one.